Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On the Range Podcast with Warhog Tactical and Kelly Defense. I am Mark Kelly, and as always, joined by my co-host and friend, Rick Hogg. How's it going, buddy? Man, Mark, it is going great. want to thank you, the viewer, listener, for giving us your most precious commodity, your time to tune in to this episode of Hot Wash, Law Enforcement, Red Dot Pistol, Instructor Development Course. Oh, by oh, the yeah. way, oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, patrons, stand by because you know the deal, guys. At the end of the show, we have special content for our Patreon crew members. So, crew members, stand by for that one. But since you're out there on the interwebs anyway, listening to the show or watching the show, why don't you swing by warhog.com, kellydefense.com, sign up for those newsletters. Trust me, I'm still, uh, I will not inundate you with any emails because I'm still trying to get all my stuff worked out because I'm still debacling that dramas and episodes, but here nor there. Um, warhog.com, kellydefense.com, one-stop shop. If you're interested in joining the Patreon crew, bam, we got a link there. You want to listen to more episodes of the podcast? We got a link there. You want to watch some YouTube videos? Bam, we got a link there. You want to find out more about Project Officer Survival? Boom, got a link there. Oh, by the way, you want to find out industry partners and not paying retail and get some great savings from companies like Aimpoint, uh, Oakley SI, Grizzly Targets, Hoist, Killcliff. I mean, the list goes on and on. Vertex, I mean, dude, too many to name. Go to either of our sites, warhog.com, kellerdefense.com. Find those freaking different companies. Go sign up for, uh, or uh, go hit those promo codes because as Mark likes to say, resale is for suckers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, buddy, I think that's, um, I think that's all of our housekeeping. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by the Firearms Training Notebook. 1% better every day, Rick, in your firearms training journey. There's no mm -hmm. better way to track and see progression and to plan your next dry fire and live fire session. It's a big hit. We're going to talk about that a lot today, I think, with oh, the yeah. hot wash of the, the training. We had, um, you know, between the two companies, we had a total of five trainings in seven days. It was a busy yeah. week. The weather yeah. cooperated considering how bad it could have been. But I got to tell you, the firearms train notebook was a critical piece to all those training dates. And yep. I think it's really catching on. I know we use them all the time and it's really cool to see how these things work. So make sure you go to Amazon, pick up your copy, or you can go to warhog.com and kellydefense.com and get yourself a signed copy. I'm actually mm -hmm. out of stock, but Rick has some. We're going to oh, fix yeah. that. We'll get some more copies in so you can get a signed copy from either Rick or I. And it's uh, it's a pretty cool thing to get that firearms enthusiast, let alone the armed professional who's going mm -hmm. out there every day. And you mentioned it before, Rick, the Project Officer Survival. We had some of that this week. Yeah. Had two days, two days of Ellie only. Super proud of those guys for having us out and a big thanks to them. Man, they mm -hmm. went out there and performed. Uh, the protectorsfoundation.org is a big piece of this. Uh, we're just getting this thing rolling, as well as spikescaninefund.org. Mm -hmm. uh, those are in the websites as well. You go to the website, you can see Project Officer Survival, see the picture of the classes and, and what we're all about. Rick did a nice job on the mission statement. You can go ahead and donate corporate or private donations. Just use the note Warhog Tactical on there so they know where it's supposed to go. Mm -hmm. We're going to get the the uh, men and women in blue that we care so much about some free training. We're super excited about that big time. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. And, yeah, and here's a here's the beauty with that, Mark, right? Just a sidebar on Project Office Survival a little bit. Yes, our primary focus is free law enforcement firearms training. However, we are not tied to that. Um, you know, it, let's let's look at it right 
this week was a prime example. We're seeing a lot of agencies shift over to Red Dot. Hey, man, it, maybe it's a Red Dot, whether it's an instructor development, whether it's just a straight, you know, intro to Red Dot. I mean, we can do all kinds of stuff, canine stuff, you know, um, warrant stuff. I mean, whatever you guys need, tactical side, firearm side, it, we can provide all of that. Biggest things we just need to know. So if your agency is in need of training, you know, reach out to either one of us or reach out to the protectorsfoundation.org. Uh, shoot us a note so we know. Give us some details as far as, hey, man, what are you looking for? Number of, uh, you know, officers. What does your range support as far as number of people out there? So, for example, you know, the range where we're using this week, 12 officers out there at a whack. Um, just let us know the details there so we can kind of plan for what we got going on. And then we'll just start the, the conversation going and uh, take it from there. But there's a lot to this as far as if you're looking from a corporate side, it's a tax deductible. Let me say that again, a tax deductible donation, whether it's equipment, whether it's actual financial dollars, um, totally transparent what we're doing. If you guys want to be involved, you want to make it a marketing event, you want to come out and get content. I don't care, right? We are open to whatever supports these men and women in blue so that, you know, here's the thing. I would like to see 2023 with the impact of Project Officer Survival. Hey, man, let's look at our officers killed in the line of duty. Bring that number down, right? Way too many we're having. Let's add survivability to them. The name states it itself, Project Officer Survival. I want each and every one of them to go home to their families every single day, every single day. And we just want to give them a skill set that, you know, God forbid they have to use it. They use it efficiently and effectively, and boom, you know, they're going home. So, yeah. yeah, more on that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think we can do that. And I think with the help of corporate donations and private donations, we can really impact that number a lot. I mean, the group that we had out there this past week for a two-day deal, like you said, it was instructor development for the red dot transition that they're going through. Mm -hmm. Man, talk about a big payoff for those agencies by sending a couple of guys each. I think we had yeah. three, three or four total agencies you send a couple of guys out there and they can go back and take some of the stuff that we, we hopefully got through to them and they can bring it to their departments or right. bring the whole, the whole department out, depending on how big you are. Sure. But there, there's some pause points and, and, and let's pause right there for one quick sec. Cause there's some important things that need to cover. First and foremost, a big shout out to C2R fast that four two oh. jacket, dude, let me tell you this, Bro. that, that thing was a moneymaker. If you guys haven't checked out C2R fast, Please go check them out uh, between the shooter's belt that both of us run, the Fortuna jacket, which it was a godsend, right? I, I mean, oh, let's it, it was it was chilly weather. But you know what? Yeah, there, there was no shiver shakes going on. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm nice and toasty in this thing. Yeah, but but just want to give, you know, Paul and the crew over there. Great guys, great equipment, great stuff. Make sure you check them out. C2Rfast.com. Um, but let's let's address this. Let's get this thing started. Right. Hot wash. Yeah. You know, law enforcement, red dot pistol officer, you know, uh, develop or structure development guys, please listen to me. Do not, I say again, do not bet life-saving equipment on a price point. Okay. You might look out there and I, I don't know, and I'll just use this class. We had nothing against these guys. We won't say municipalities. We won't say manufacturers. We're, we're going to talk generalities here, right? Yes, I will throw out Aimpoint because I'm a firm believer and I bet my life on Aimpoint products. There's a reason why I do. But here's the thing. You have guys out there that sites are breaking, 
sites aren't working. They don't even know what they've got, right? They, they don't know the difference between um, an enclosed red dot, you know, open emitter. They, they don't even know that basics. Okay, fine. I don't know who's purchasing these things, but it seems like the driving factor is price point. Um, you get what you pay for. So we had one officer, day one, broke his optic, right? He didn't drop it. He was just merely his wedding band, way he was manipulating. And again, we won't get into, uh, we kind of addressed how we manipulate and how we pinch the back of the side. We don't like coming over the top, ejecting, blocking the ejection port, but he ended up busting his, uh, his optic. And then in turn, he's got floaty stuff flopping in there, right? Dude, I, I don't want to bet my life on a communist made piece of equipment. That's just Rick, right? You can do what you want. You can bet your life on it. But if you are going into harm's way, where well, you can potentially get into a gunfight. The last thing I want is some communist made rubbish failing on me. All right. That's just my two cents. Guys doing the procurement, you have to get educated. And I'll tell you straight up, um, whether we do something with Pantheo, whether we do something with Aimpoint, whether we do something with something, it's just educating people out there on red dot sites, what the differences are, durability, what should you be looking for? All these things that play a part in you either coming home for that gunfight or going, man, where's my dot? Now I'm panicking. Now I'm fishing. Now I'm going, oh, I haven't used my irons in so long because you know what? I'm not doing my dry fire, my live fire training, use my the firearms training notebook to kind of have that plan right? But guys, do not use a price point. When you sit there and go, yeah, somebody tested. What are you doing for your test? Right? I'm, I'm just asking questions. Is it, oh, you kind of finger screwed? Oh, the guy at the gun store told you this. Some rep told you that. Have you actually taken this thing out to the range, put rounds down range in all different adverse conditions, right? Not when it's just bright and sunny. That's easy to shoot, man. Are you going out there when it's raining? Yeah, some of these companies have put little drain holes on there. But again, when we were showing these guys, because they didn't even understand the whole concept of an open emitter. And then it was funny because one dude, I had no idea he had a green dot until I stuck that knife blade in there. I see the green freaking sparkling. I go, oh, you got a green dot? He's like, yeah. Okay, cool. How'd you know? Well, look right here, bud. I'm blocking your dot. And then you kind of shift out the way so they can see. It's like, oh, yeah, the dot's gone. Dot's there. Dot's gone. Just by merely putting something there, are you guys even thinking about it? So let's think about it. Nothing against our LEOs, but, dude, they're busy cats, right? Eating in the cars, other stuff going on. <coughs> Excuse me. What happens um, if something gets on that optic and blocks that emitter? Uh, have you trained for it? I mean, granted, we put those guys through some stuff where, yeah, they – they got an idea what happens. Hey, no dot. What do you do? But my point being, you have to educate yourself on this whole procurement process and you have to test, which means firing ammo, which means time, which probably means money. But you're talking about people's lives. Quit being freaking cheap. Quit being uneducated when you're making decisions on life-saving equipment. So I think I've beat that dead horse. If you got questions, what are you looking for? What should I get? It, to me, get as many as you can, right? Figure out what's going to work for you. Some have clear glass. Some don't. Some are open admitters. Some aren't. Some are durable. Some aren't. The only way you're going to find out 
is get those things in your hands, get them out to the range, you know, and we'll talk about kit shakeout and everything else as we progress, but do your due diligence and just don't shoot 10 rounds and go, oh yeah, that one held up great. No, dude, there's got to be some rounds fired. There's got to be some adverse conditions. There's got to be some abuse in there, right? Because you want to see how this thing holds up. So I think I've beat that dead horse, brother. You got anything to add to that? No, I mean, it, it is a tough spot. A lot of times you're you're um, limited by how it's purchased, who purchased it, how much you're going to have. I get it. Um, you know, this particular group of folks did the best they could, and this sure. is what they came up with. They, they learned a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully they uh, take what, uh, you know, we, our suggestions and, and just kind of go with it. You can always change it. You can always do some things to make it correct or make it better. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, you really got to get out there and you got to, uh, you got to get after it. You got to yank on it. You got to shoot with it. You got to, um, you know, leave the light on, not turn it off and see how long it lasts, all that kind of stuff. Cause you know how these guys are going to get, they're going to forget. They get tired. Mm-hmm. You know, they get tired. They've been up all night. They go to court. And then next thing you know, that thing's been on for three months and then, um, they go to a roll call and they ain't got their dot. You know what I mean? So yeah. things like that, you just gotta, you gotta know those things. And we talked a lot about that too, as well as, is what is it going to do when you come back and forth and, and change the distances and do these other types of things that you can, you know, some of these people have a, a natural can on the uh, sports side or strong side only. You, you can't just take it for your word for it. You got to actually back up. You got to see what's going to happen when you do those things mm-hmm. and really wash that stuff out and shake it and see what yeah. happens. But, yeah, uh, yeah, they they showed up and they were ready to train. But you, like you said, the the weather was not great, mm-hmm. um, and they they hung in there, man. I was really proud to proud to be there. Yeah, they were they were good. And you know what? Yeah. I got to give a, another big shout out, man. See this big old jug here from Hoist, man. Oh, them yeah. guys are great. You know, little care package in the mail. Got my nice new Hoist couple Hoist t shirts. But dude, forty four ounces holding this jug here, dude. Hopefully I don't have any more days of not being hydrated. Cause it's like you crank this thing. There might even still be some Ohio ice in there. I don't know. Hang on here. Mm. Yeah. Those things are nice, man. But shout but out I to Allie from Alabama. I really, yeah. really appreciated her from uh, hoist and the crew sending us that stuff. Yeah. And Oh, by the way, coupon code for hoist, but here's my point. There's no Ohio river water in here. Cause I'm not quite, I'm not quite sure if that's uh, yeah healthy to drink that's, and God knows. Uh, yeah. They, they take care of that. Uh, <laughs> so, what was West Palestine? West Palestine? East, East, East Palestine. Yeah. yeah. Way to go. Way to go, Joe. And taking care of your fellow Americans. Oh, sorry. It's yeah, my that, inside voice. But Buddha judges, he's the bomber, right? He's doing a bang up pot, job. That guy. Pothole, pothole Pete, man. You know, yeah. but we can, we can digress. So, let's, let, let's stay yeah. focused here. Right. <laughs> um, here's, so again, guys had zero input as far as the, the purchase process, right? Hey, here's your stuff. Slap it on. There you go. Okay, cool. Um, but really, you know, here's the key thing. We introduced them to the firearms training notebook, right? Mm-hmm. Again, nothing against our LEOs, but I've got guys no. that are at that, at that instructor level that have zero personal data, right? Hey man, what's your draw to first shot? But I don't know. How do you get better? How do you make any improvement? So again, by using the firearm training notebook, 1% better every day. That's all we're asking for, 1%, right? And I think our challenge to them was, hey, man, if you can do three days a week, five minutes a day, good, solid plan, you're going to see improvements, especially with that red dot. You need repetition in there. Um, Introduce them right off the get-go. You know, well, granted, we had to do some, we had to do some zeroing, right? We had to mm-hmm. get them all zeroed in first. 
And then right out the get-go, Warhawk self-eval. And 12 pieces of critical data that they never had before, right from the get-go. And then we kind of drop that little bomb in there. It's like, yes, it's the self-eval. We bring up the old line breaks. You count them or not? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, if you're going to count it, and again, we use the example for rules of firearm safety. You know, fourth one being identify your target. What's in line with the, what's behind it? Never shoot anything you haven't po- you never shoot anything you have not positively identified. Then you pose the question, right? Because it's all about questions. You want to get these guys thinking. Well, are you going to count that little grazing wound? Where's that projectile going? It's not stopping in the body. It's going somewhere, right? And and you you want to get these guys thinking because too many times these guys show up armed professionals 364 except for that day they go to the range right and we we take a different approach we do nothing unsafe we do nothing crazy except give these guys some latitude to think because i need guys to think and problem solve out there on the street and i think you build it out on the range so you know right from the get-go and and through this whole process, you know, it's like, what's the rhyme and reason for the, the self-eval? Why do I set it up this way? You know, giving them as much information so that they can go back and make wise choices and educate, you know, their peers out there. Because somebody's going to ask, hey, man, why is it this way? Why is it that? You know, even get into why do we have colored cards? Because the white backers bit us one time. It's like, yeah. oh, good look. I never I'll, thought of that I one. See him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. It, it's cool. It's cool to introduce this this piece of kit, the uh, firearms training notebook. When we came up with it, we knew it was kind of a, it's going to be kind of something new, but we didn't think it would mm-hmm. be like this. I mean, nobody, nobody that we've really had show up at any of our trainings, even, you know, even the law enforcement folks, instructor guys and gals, nothing. They don't have mm-hmm. anything like it that they're doing for themselves. And, you know, if that's the case, they're certainly not doing anything like that for their folks that they're running through for their, you know, their in-service training or even their calls. Where they're not showing them anything that they can take away that they can build upon, that they can see where their even starting point is. Yeah. And, or, and or even the starting point. Go ahead. Well, no, I, I was saying or even plan. So if, if yeah. you got nothing, it, you think about it. If I'm not putting myself under any time trying to get better really the only thing i'm doing is firearms manipulation which yes is an important is an important skill but if i want to sit there and go hey man my goal is to have this time drawing from the holster oh goals why because we got goals in there that you write down you put pen to paper right not just me going yeah i'm looking for uh, a 0.65 draw time but right then it doesn't become true because I don't write it down. Then I just lie to myself and change the numbers and it dude put something that's tangible, right? Don't put, you know, to me, I'm about, I'd rather be able to cross my goal out and then rewrite it. So get something. Hey man, if, if your draw time's not that good and you're looking to get a two second draw time, cool, perfectly attainable. Man, when that two seconds is gone, line through it, man, there's nothing better than taking that goal and going accomplished. Well, it doesn't mean you stop. No. One seven one seven five. Here we come. Boom, and start that. Yeah. You know that progression there. But it, it gives them a tool, and then we talked about how to use it from the leadership side. Hey, man, imagine if your agency all has one of these books. Cool. If you're a roll call type agency, hey, man, bring them bad boys in tomorrow at roll call, and you as a leader kind of go through and just thumb through them. 
is that thing brandy new, never been freaking crease broken? Or man, is old boy going, hey, Sarge, can I get another? Oh, what do you mean, buddy? Let's, let's, let's take a look at you. And then, oh, by the way, from the leadership side, if you got a dude that's burning through training, do some public freaking award and going, hey, man, cool, Johnny Ringo. And, and again, you got to work within the confines of your department. Hey, man, is it a paid date off? Is it, oh, hey, you got the chief's parking spot up front for the next week. I, I don't know. Figure out what's going to work for you. But incentivize your people to live. Novel concept. You shouldn't have to. I get it. We're in a weird world. But incentivize them. And pay that, you know, how are you going to sit there and reward that guy publicly, you know, or girl? Boom. There you go. And I use, I use guys in my unisex cause I can do that. So, um, yeah. it, it's really neat too. Cause you know, we're like, Hey guys, um, you know, go ahead, top off your next three magazines, take four of them for them rounds and stick them in your pocket. Ooh. And then later down the road, there's a couple of the young guys, the younger instructors like, Hey, are we going to uh, take any data from this? Why? Because I want to find out what my draw to first shot is. Mm-hmm. Or I want to see what my uh, my first well, my shot reload shot is. I want to see what my yeah. time is, and they well, start having a blast with it. They they started figuring out right. So it's yeah. And and and, and here's the thing. It's like we kind of do things in a building block methodology, right? So right from the get go, just mere presentations. Yeah, guys, have a couple rounds in your pocket. Oh, by the way, when they're done that drill, all right, load them bad boys up. Stand by. We're going to walk the line individually. Get your books out. Boom. And yeah. and they're walking away with data. Now, granted, it, it's data on three-inch dots, which is fine, but it, yeah. you put the premise on them to go, hey, if you want a full ipsic size target or full silhouette or whatever you're using, cool. You're going to see them times come down because you get a bigger target. You know, it's just yeah. going to be quicker. But I'd, I'd rather have that that three-inch dot good marksmanship, right? Because them cats didn't like when I put the old M because that's my shorthand for Miss or Mike. You know, it's like, <laughs> ooh. So what we get? I missed that one. Yeah. Huh? Great time for nothing, Mike. Yeah, and they're like, ah. yeah, but it, they started picking that up. Do you yeah. think they're gonna go back when they have time? And, and and here's the other sad part: a lot of I don't think any of them, department wise, had pro timers. You know, um, didn't uh, I, I? I don't I, know. Maybe they do for some qual I, stuff, or maybe they're just using a stopwatch know. or something. I, I don't know, but it could be. Yeah. You know, they they understood the importance of the pro timer. And I think, yeah. you know, it's just it, it's just education. That that's all we're trying to do is educate these guys, right? Hey man, here's a different way to look at training. Here's a way to to open up your aperture to really make yourself that one percent better. Hey man, if we keep building on that, God forbid you're in that that gunfight, man, but you're gonna be bam, efficient, effective, yeah. boom. Threat threat's done. I'm going home, all's good, right? Yeah. Um and, and again, we're limited on what we can do in a short period of time, you know, but you got to sit there and lay that solid foundation. And these guys, the, the beauty is nothing against cops, but you've always got some that are, you can't teach me nothing. And they were all, let me say that again. They were all receptive. And I think yeah. the key part, it, it, and, and we didn't change anything or the way we teach Right. I'm all about the why. Here's why I do this. This is why I'm doing it. And granted, like, you know, a lot of these guys like to do the old slingshot technique coming over the top, you know, blocking the ejection port. One old boy screwed himself out in the range, had a malfunction. He was uh, 
shooting not some quality ammo, which is okay because they were hitting some great malfunction training failure to fires. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but sure enough, he came over the top the way he'd always been doing it, and what he do caused a bigger drama than if he'd pinched that back, had a clear ejection port, that bad round would have went out, fresh one gone in, boom, and he's back to business. Um, but it's one of those teacher moments. He's like, oh, I get it now. Roger that, dude. I, I mean, I'm not just blowing smoke. I'm not pulling some rubbish out of the air. I mean, it's proven techniques that have brought myself and my mates back home from combat numerous times, right? These techniques work. You just have to employ them. And the other part is, you know, as, as a general whole, something like this, you have to be open because we, we tell them, if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you always got. You've got to be changing things. I don't care if it's placing me a trigger finger, elbows bent, elbows extended, your stand, grip, all these different things, right? But if you never change anything, how do you know it's going to work for you? Like we had that one old boy. He had them big old meat hooks, man. Oh, big. Yeah. His hands were yeah, probably boy, double. Man. He was probably double the size <laughs> of mine, right? I mean, yeah. he just, I mean, imagine this thing. It's like, brr. And he's out there with all this excess finger dangling out there. I'm like, hey, dude, <laughs> stick some more finger in there. Boom. Ooh, how's that feel? Ooh, I like it. You want to stick some more in? Oh, yeah. Bam. I mean, he found that spot. It's like he's sinking that finger in there. It's like, man, this is – how come no one sold me? I don't know, dude. You know? Yeah. But it, but it, it, it blows me away that no one's changing or trying different things. What happens if I do a little more grip pressure here or do this? You know, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're so result driven instead of, mm -hmm. you know, performance driven. They just are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just from the way that they train, the way that they're taught and the way that they call. I mean, you know, we, that was a big piece of that. We're like, Hey guys, you got to be careful that what we are doing as training staff is not causing them issues down the road. We don't want to be the mm -hmm. one causing those issues because it can happen. It can happen. Sure. We don't want to train for the test. We want to train oh. for performance. And, you yep. know, that that's another issue. You know, that, that yeah. a lot of that is what they're trying to do. They're trying to get these guys qualified. I get it. Cause you got, you know, thousand, 1500 man police departments. I get it. There's not a, there's only so many days in the year and you got to get every through. I got it. But, but at the same time, we, we just can't do that. We, we can't, that stuff will come. Those quals will be mm -hmm. easy if you're training for performance. 100%. So, so you take yeah. the, let's look at the Warhawk selfie valve, right? Because again, Ask him the question. Hey, what would you guys call this? Oh, it's a cold drill. Well, okay. Is there a cold drill? Do you get a warm up? You know, before the gunfight? Oh, hang on, Mister Bad Guy. Let me get a couple rounds so I feel good. No, nope. right. It's perform. It's performance on demand, right? So let's think of this. You had a guy that you know was working the firearms training notebook, working the Warhawk selfie Val, and that was kind of you know playing, you know, staying on the dots, doing all the stuff that you know we kind of lay the foundation work with. And then you go, go, hey, dude, call on this target. <laughs> okay, cool. Right? Why, why are we training for the test? Because marksmanship is marksmanship, right? It doesn't matter whether I've got, you know, a big target, little target. Hey, dude, can I put bullets where I want them to go? And then you go, boom. All I got to know is, hey, where's my scoring, you know, area at? Which is 
from the LE side, in my opinion, crap, because we sit there with, you know, this bullseye-esque circle or whatever they're shooting at down towards the belly. And then we mm. burn back and we wonder why in these divorcing camps, we're getting all these guys shot. Well, you're training that. You're training the test to gut shoot people, man. And then, God forbid, you got some recoil anticipation going on. And, oh, that little flinch right before you shoot. You know, right? We got dramas. We, we got dramas all the way around. Take this yeah. training for the test out of it, right? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward a little bit. Um, you know, we add realism to our training by introducing the T-shirts. And I know for a fact there's municipalities out there putting T-shirts on their qual targets. And they've readjusted their qual targets. Right now they're going to more an anatomy type target because they want to have realistic training. And then, oh, by the way, your qual isn't going to go, hey, Mr. Bad Guy, where might your vitals be? Could could you draw this on your body? No, you're going to shoot through some type of material. Right. And it's like the inevitable question. Hey, man, what happens when you put a red dot on a red shirt? Or let me rephrase, assess the red shirt. Because if you say a red shirt, then I think, oh, why are you pointing at an instructor? Really, dude. Uh, but it, you get guys, it's like, are you even thinking of it? And these are things that guys need to do. And I could give them the answer, but I'm not. Because I want them to go out there and test themselves and see what's going on. Um, and, and I think at the end of the day, Mark, you know, really what, what all this boils down to is just education. And it's bringing up the point where I am not a law enforcement law enforcement officer by trade. You are, you know, but you're also a combat veteran from the army. And part of it is educating these guys, you know, where they, oh, you're in the army, you just killed everybody. No, dude, I had rules of engagement just like everybody else, right? And that's kind of shifting to the next big point we kind of brought into these guys was shooting's an unemotional event, whether you're shooting paper or shooting, you know, individuals causing you harm. Take the emotions out of the equation. Don't sit there and kick the dirt and get frustrated and, and cause self-stress because you blew the shot. All right, dude, if you blew it, what'd you do? Self-correct. You know, so take that emotion out of there and then it translates over. God forbid, again, you're in that deadly force encounter. But part of it is just educating these guys that at least the world I came from, it was surgical shooting. And of course they go, yeah. you were a sniper? It, yeah, and they go, you were a sniper? No, dude, I'm talking about assaulting, right? Because you have to make the shot. The U.S. government's not going to fly me halfway around the world to blow a shot to not repatriate another American citizen and bring him back home. I'm sure not going to kill that person because I screwed up because my marksmanship was crap. You know, I didn't have a good zero. Or again, slightly shifting to the carbine sign, point of aim, point of impact, right? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's driving the points home that our marksmanship was there. It wasn't like we just killed everybody. Granted, there were some times that, hey, man, you got to kill everybody. Why? Because they're all bad. They're all causing you ill intent. And the same thing can happen out in the street. You know, if you get 20 dudes that present you whatever your rules are for using deadly force, dude, you might have to engage some dudes. Right. But take the emotions out of it. It's an unemotional deal. Hey, dude, I didn't ask you to point that gun at me. Polk County, Florida. Love the sheriff. You point a gun at a cop, you're getting shot. Roger that. That You know, imminent threat of death, great bodily harm. I mean, it fits the statute right there. Um, 
we need more leaders like that that's going to back these people. But at the same token, give them the training they deserved. And, you know, kind of sidebars into we get them out there solving problems. And you're going, yeah, you, you know, Rick, what 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 problems are you solving on the range? <laughs> How about the ability to think, right? Here's one for you. Ammo management is whose responsibility? You know, it, it's the shooters. And you can tell that for the test, it's a speed reload. They don't practice attack mag change. They're not even mm. thinking, you know. Yeah. Hey, man, you, you've been shooting some things because we do some multi-shot engagements. We do some things. We use whistle to control things. It's, that screws them up, right? But I, I just want these guys thinking. And when mags start hitting the ground, all right, if you want to say the offense has been committed, so let's go ahead and go, yeah, man, ammo management, whose responsibility? And you got to be careful because sometimes Santa Mark's out there going, hey, man, you guys have been shooting for a bit, and they still don't get the cue. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, Santa. I know. It's a yeah. you know? it's like It's like being uh, home. No one listens to me here. <laughs> <laughs> but... But they're so in tune just to running them guns dry, man. And it's yeah. like I wanna I wanna get them thinking. You know that is a great that is a great point because that's always part of the qual. There's some kind of speed mm -hmm. magazine change mm -hmm. when hey, we just stood around here for 30 seconds getting ready to the next fire the next stage. Why didn't I just do attack mag reload? I wouldn't have had to do that. You know what I mean? I it's a great question. And just having them figure things out on their own. And you mm -hmm. you you brought up a great point about that. Having them figure out stuff on their own, changing up their grip, changing up their stance, changing up something and see if you can make those hits come in a little tighter, maybe go mm -hmm. out a little quicker, mm -hmm. but they're just, they're so result driven looking at their target. And, you know, when we're doing our demos and stuff, we don't even want those guys looking at our targets. Hey man, we throw a shot. We'll, we'll let you know, dude. It, we'll let you know. Yeah. It, it's being called like that. And, and it's, the beauty is, is it's funny because, you know, when you're shooting a demo and all of a sudden you start presenting out, you see all the heads turn. It, I'll stop. I'll bring it back. Yeah. Uh-uh. Hey, dudes, watch this. Yeah. Trust me. If I miss the shot, I'll call it like that. Why? Because I'll see the dot check off and I'm like, oh, screw that one up. Sometimes when you're walking and chewing bubble gum, you know, things happen, right? It, it's not a big deal as long as you can articulate, hey, here's what's up. And it's all about. Looking at the target. Dude, I don't care about the target, right? The target's going to mm -hmm. be there. Watch your shooter. Watch who you're supposed to be instructing. Because that guy's going to give you the feedback. And something he's doing, if you're looking at that target, you're going to miss. So how do you correct it? Oh, hey, dude, you, you're doing this weird, that weird, whatever the case may be. Um, But no, that, that's a great point, man. It's as an instructor, I don't care law enforcement, military, civilian, whatever. Your priority is looking at your student. Now, trust me, during, you know, however you're running your iterations, you can look and go, yeah, dude, if he's sitting there keyholing, hey, buddy, let's crank it up a little bit, right? Yeah. But if he's sitting there shotgun blasting, which you should kind of be picking some of that stuff up depending, you know, where you're at as far as your instructors. Like, hey, dude, why'd you jump that shot? Uh, you're anticipating yeah. that recoil going off, right? It, dude, don't fight the, you know, it's going to go bang, right? Let it go bang. You got an explosion going off in your hand, but the target will be there. 
you can look at that at some point, draw some conclusions. Hey man, here's this, here's that. Make your corrections, go back to the student, watch him, boom, but go. But it, dude, yeah. that's a huge, huge uh, point on there is, is, you know, the target gives you feedback, but the shooter, man, if you, you might miss something critical that he's yeah, done. You're not watching so, him. No. Yeah. And their, their marksmanship for the most part was spot on. We had some things at the beginning, you know, they're getting used to a new, new piece of kit on their, on their gun, but mm -hmm. uh, their, their marksmanship was pretty spot on. So we could work on uh, some of the instructor stuff so that they could take it to their folks. And, and they were super excited of it by the end of the day, had a lot of fun with, uh, with all of them. Great, great participation. Um, from the whole group and they had the teach backs, which I thought was mm -hmm. great. And we had two guys volunteer to do their drills. We, we gave them a little bit of homework. One of them came back with solving a problem with uh, use of cover. And the other mm -hmm. one came up with a drill to collect data and man, mm -hmm. both of them did a great job. They presented it and they were super excited to show us. And, you know, oh, yeah. it was cool to see that. And, uh, you know, we also had a, uh, a physical dress, uh, gave away oh. surprises. Yep. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let's get on, let's get on that piece a little bit, yeah. right? Be because this dude, if we're coming to your town, check it out. Brute force bags are coming with us, right? Yeah. If you've got some other tool there that you want to use, I'm open to whatever, right? But brute force has been a great supporter of us. Oh, by the way, just went by, you know, our industry partners page, find a, mm -hmm. a coupon code for those cats. But here's the thing. It's just getting them shooting under physical dress, right? And kind of the progression. Um, hey, first iteration down, you got both hands. Next iteration. I like when down. they think that's the only one. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Next, next. Well, well, hang on, hang on. Hey, we'll, we'll let some of the secrets out of the right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of do. Let let on the tape. Right. I think somewhere along the way we pull out a fresh new pair of. Uh, I think this go around we had Oakley SIs, the Hannibals, right? Mm -hmm. Oakley's super, super supportive of what we're doing. And, um, yeah, dude, it pays to be a winner, right? I'll steal that one from the Navy. Uh, yep. I guess I'll throw you guys some credit on that one, but, um, Oakley gives us, you know, new glasses, man. So whoever wins the physical dress ends up walking with the new pair of freaking Oakley's man. Boom. Score. Yeah. That, that kid Damn. didn't take them off the rest of the day, dude. He put them on. It's like, bam. Oh, he was super excited. Think, he wore them in the picture, too. Oh, yeah. Did you notice that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the yeah, class man. picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. I um, like when you set them You set them in an area where they can all see it. And you don't say anything. And they're walking by and they're yeah. chicken necking. Hey, yeah. what the heck are those? Huh? Well, the box Pays clearly tells you. And you cut, yeah. yeah. Box, the, the box clearly tells you it's a set of freaking yeah. Oakleys, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> they don't want to touch it. They don't want to, you know. Oh, what are we going to do? They want to talk about it. <laughs> no oh she got me a set of oakley walk by somebody Ooh, that's a good looking yeah. set of glasses there <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, you know that was great um yeah oh but with oakley i gotta, I gotta throw this one i gotta throw them bone right so warhog 15 will save you an additional 15 percent wow. an additional 15 percent off of already marked down prices at uh oakley si so um but no those guys are are, are fantastic supporters um, yeah. we bring in, we bring in grizzly targets, the hanging C-zone steel, the audible ring on those things, man, guys, if you haven't seen them swing bar pages, check them out. That just, the acoustics are unbelievable, right? You know, without a doubt hit or no hit because it's either bang and a bing or oh, yeah. it's a bang and a, it's a bang and a in the dirt. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, 
but, but everybody kind of participated. They performed performed pretty pretty well. We had some guys that were like two times offenders. They were they had done it before in mm-hmm. one of our other uh, events. And yeah, yeah, man. Some of them weren't weren't but, super young, but they they were pretty good. They were pretty yeah. good, man. They were getting after yeah. it. Yeah. And and we had you know one guy, man. He was kind of broke. Now, granted, we, yeah. we tweaked one of the exercises for him, mm-hmm. but he was like, "Nope, I'm nope, I'm doing it." And I'm like, yeah. "Dude," I said, "Just don't screw yourself up." No, he's like, right. "I know exactly what I can do." It's like, <laughs> "What not to do?" <laughs> yeah, or, or what not to do? Yeah, it's like, "Dude, I'm yeah. I'm good." Um, yeah. but no, the physical rest huge part, right? It, it's it's a life saving skill, and we've had what do you want to call it? Fortunate? I'll call it more unfortunate, but we've had prior students that have between the course and ex- especially that shooting on a physical dress going, Hey man, that was huge. You know, gunfight yeah. ensues foot pursuit, another gunfight, you know, foot pursuit, another gunfight, you know, but they're coming home. So, um, you know, we let them know, Hey, pays to be a winner. It's off of overall time. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny because you kind of go, Hey, what do you think? Uh, what should we penalize a miss on that steal for? Ah, we'll do a second or two. Nope. 10 seconds and they're all like <gasps> 10 seconds yeah. yeah dude 10 seconds yeah. um and and you just see this shift but it's all like you got a bunch of competitive dudes want to get them a new set of oakley glasses you know they want to freaking perform out there and then you start going oh yeah we got the bags and then you got to do this and here's your exercise and oh by the way we're doing freestyle then we're going strong hand then oh support hand oh who's doing support hand shooting right <laughs> it, and and it's funny because like you said the repeat offenders know there's a round oh, yeah. two. Yeah. The the guys that think, oh, okay, oh man, that sucked. It's like, oh no, boys, we still got one more. <laughs> and oh, by the way, we're changing up the exercise. They're like, but yeah. <laughs> um, these guys, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, they lucked out, if you want to say. Yeah, because because typically for the first go around, the warhog burpees are what they all say suck, but usually for the second one, it's the uh, you know bear crawl with the bag that they're none yeah, too happy with. That's brutal. Dude, yeah. you see some guys with some new verbiage coming out their mouths. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. we, we went past that one just because, you know, this particular range wasn't grass. It was all, you know, concrete. So yeah, I mean, yeah. We'll work. it was a concrete pad. So we weren't able yeah. to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, we could have, but why am I going to beat these guys up? Yeah. You know, yeah. they all got gloves. Are they not, but uh, they did great. Here's the other part with that. I'm going to say a, a critical word yard sale. So, t- <laughs> so it was good. Yeah. Because let's think about it. Most of the ranges you go out there, you're flat footed, you're standing right there and you're shooting whatever, you know, your qual stuff is. Well, now we got some movement, right? Now we got some guys that are out there taking half their freaking duty belt and chucking stuff out there. Rifle mags, oh, not staying in pistol mags, dangling around. Dude, we've had a couple blasters, uh, Oh, hit, yeah. hit, hit the gravel before. <laughs> oh, yeah. But but here's the key. Oh, thing, yeah. Right. Kit shakeout. I, I mm-hmm. can't emphasize that enough. Are you doing any type of physical duress in whatever it is that you're actually going to duty with? Um, does your kit stay in there? Does it work? Is it, you know, messing you up? Um Hey man, my radio's over here and and that dangly cord gets caught on everything. And now the bag's pulling and yanking. And oh, by the way, my tourniquet fell out freaking halfway between. What if I need it? You know, just you want to make sure that however you start the fight, 
short of your empty magazines hitting the ground, which hopefully you're doing your tack mag change, depending on the situation. But uh, the only thing hitting the ground are empty magazines. All the rest yeah. of your stuff is staying on your freaking bat utility belt along with your shark spray. Uh, so that God forbid you yeah. run it with that great white. <laughs> if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go watch the Batman movie, like the seventies yeah. one, not this, not this. New yeah, stuff. no, the original. <laughs> yeah. Adam, I wish I Adam West. Oh yeah. Yeah. Burt Ward. Burt Ward was right. Oh, Burt Ward. Burt Ward. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Adam, Adam West was uh, Ed, Batman and Burt Ward yeah. was Robin. Yeah. Yep. Yep. God, um, what a great show, dude. They yeah. don't have anything like that anymore. Nothing. Forget about it, man. Nothing. Yeah. But you, you got to shake your stuff out. And I, you know, it just, we're trying to open guys' eyes. We're trying to give them wise. We're trying to show them, hey man, here's what we're doing. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to see another name go up on that wall. I don't want to see another officer killed in the line of duty. Um, and, and let's just give them, you know, the skills so that, hey, man, when the time comes, they're efficient and effective with their firearms and they're coming home. And, you know, just a, a like I said, a great crew, super receptive. Um, nobody was out there balking, all freaking performing, no. trying to trying to get better. Yeah. And they they saw the value of collecting that data. Uh, what was the, mm -hmm. um, uh, what they call it? Buzzer, buzzer data. I think it was, uh, yeah. The, it's going the off buzz, buzzer. buzzer data, <laughs> buzzer data, you know, yeah, it, yeah, they were good. But they were having good. Um, yeah, they were having a lot of fun, man. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do have to do one. I'll do one jump back. So my old hat here from rock house canine yeah. who yep. was one of our students during our, uh, our civilian side. Um, my man opts for the ghost reload, right? Because that's one thing we teach the well, supposed to be the Warhog ghost reload. But he dubbed it uh, the Rock House K9 ghost reload. I'm like, <laughs> nice branding, dude. You know, yeah. But, but I don't care. Good for you, man. Yeah. Um, good dude. Yeah. Super yeah. dude, man. But, but out yeah. there, you know, again, on the civilian side, out there training, getting after it. Um, but really just kind of, kind of quick recap, guys. You know, here's the bottom line. Red dot site. I don't care whether you're, you know, civilian, law enforcement, military, dude, do you do diligence, right? Yeah, you can go to the interwebs and get some stuff, but you're better off getting your own if you can test that stuff. Know yeah. exactly what you're, what you're betting your life on. Get your copy of the firearm training notebook. Have a plan for what you're looking to do. Just don't go out to the range and make a bunch of noise. Have a plan for that dry and live fire training. And, you know, if you are a municipality out there, um, you know, looking for some training, you know, swing by warhog.com, kellydefense.com, links to send us an email. You can go to the uh, protectionsfoundation.org, you know, shoot Jason an email that way. It, it doesn't matter. Just reach out somehow. Give us some data. Tell us what size range you got, how many guys you're looking to train, how many days you want to train, what you're looking to train on. And we'll do everything in our power. And then to boot, if you're a corporation out there looking for a tax deductible donation, because nothing's worse than paying Uncle Sugar, how about put that money back to your community? Hey, dude, we'll come to your place. You know, yeah. we will we will come and train your local municipality if that's yep. what you want. You want to support them, dudes, or if you just want to sit there and go, hey, dude, I don't care. Just train some cops. Roger that. We can do that as well. Right. Super flexible. But any questions on that stuff, guys, please reach out. Warhog.com, kellydefense.com, thepretectorsfoundation.org. Um, reach out to somebody. We will answer your questions. And at the end of the day, it's I think we'll just shift gears mark and say hey man it's our mission 
to give these guys as much officer survivability as we can uh, for the time we have resources available because we want to see each and every one of them come home. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, for sure, man. It was a great, um, you know, the open enrollments and the LE only was just great. We had a lot of fun. A lot of great folks came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a very productive week for us. So thanks for everybody to come out and, uh, and yeah, make sure you guys go to uh, warhog.com and kellydefense.com and sign up for our crew, the OTR Patreon crew, you know, our new stuff, all the new training videos, that's the only place you can get them now. I know there's yep. a lot of stuff out there. Rick's got some stuff out there. Um, you know, some stuff get out gets out on the social media, but the no BS training videos and the instruction that is purely for the Patreon guys is really the only stuff that we have out there anymore. So really yep. like those guys that got the Zoom calls, bi-monthly <clears throat> Zoom calls with Rick and I. Those uh-huh. seem to be one of the most popular pieces of the Patreon crew. So, yeah, go check that out, you know, yeah. at uh, warhog.com and kellydefense.com. Just hit the button and join the crew. Yeah. Real quick, Mark, before we transition over to the crew and exclusive yeah. content for them, because that's our new piece, uh, at least mm-hmm. from the Warhog side, a couple quick things, guys. So um, this month I'll be up in New Jersey. So the 13th and 14th is a two-day open enrollment uh, room clearing course, which is a Thursday, Friday. And then that Saturday, Sunday, we've got a couple spots left for the uh, pistol course and, and uh, carbine course. So we've got those going on up there. Uh, I'll be transitioning down to North Carolina in May to run some classes down there and then out to Nashville, Tennessee, Royal Range to do a low light pistol on a Saturday, which, oh, by the way, is indoors so I can control the lights. And then, you know, we'll have a regular Warhog pistol class on that Sunday. So uh, Warhog.com will have your stuff there. I got to get the North Carolina class regen because we got to do a slight uh, rain shift. No big deal. Uh, but I just want to correct that data on there. But yeah, guys, uh, check out what we got going on, but super excited because we got more info for the crew. So uh, don't be afraid to swing by patreon.com and crew guys, stand by. Mark, you got anything else? No, nah, man. The show continues over on the Patreon. All right. The crew. Yeah. You, you got go. anything to say to leave us? Yeah, guys. Make sure you guys are stay safe, train hard, and we'll see you out on the range. Roger that. Boom.